Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Wow. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for today. Thanks for this opportunity in your presence. Speak your word to us in a way that we'll understand. We humble ourselves and we say, Lord, guide us, bring us into your perfect will for our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, you may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. All right. It's exciting to be here. Yeah. And um, where do I start from? Reverend Cutler Hall, he's come all the way from Johannesburg. I think you should stand up so they can see you. Yeah. 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 He's, he's one of our pastors in Jobek. Uh, once upon a time, I used to be his pastor. <laughs> he, 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 was, he was a student then. Today, he's an electrical engineer. Mm. And has been for many years. Not like he became an engineer yesterday. He has been for many years. All right? So, there's a bright future for you. If I'm pastoring you today. I also happen to be his pastor again. Um, uh, when I was in Randbeck, I was his general superintendent. <laughs> and I think I was teaching in Midrand. He, he was telling me, I couldn't even remember that. I said to him that a change of environment will, be, will help him to be fruitful. Do you get This was maybe last year. Was it last year? Late last year or something like that. Or mid last year, I think around May or June, June, June. Yeah, do you get it? And as as fate will have it, he's gotten a job in Devon. <laughs> no, Devon, Devon, Devon. So, he's, he's been coming to help us in mass grave. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's him, Reverend Cutler. Be blessed. All right, tonight, we want to start an inquest into this book, Fruitfulness. Okay, into Fruitfulness. And um, we have copies around for just 100 runs each. And I would like you to, it's feeding five to seven. So I would like everybody to have a copy. Okay? I want to give everybody a copy in exchange for just a hundred rands. Okay? And I like the way you just smile suddenly. You say, oh, oh I've gotten a book, then hundred rands swear. <laughs> so it's just hundred rands. Get one quickly. Get one quickly. Get one quickly. One hundred runs. Just remember, we launched this book for three hundred runs, five hundred runs, and above. So get one quickly, and let us all be blessed. Okay, you getting one? Okay. Pay, pay, pay. Let's collect the money. Make it cash. Make your faith cash. Okay, not Bless you. Bless you. Can I have another copy? All right, if you are making it, um, you are throwing it into a basket also, send us POP and then we give it to 
quickly, quickly, 100 rands quickly. Please, we don't want to be chasing you. Nowadays, we've stopped chasing people. You pay to MLC. Please, give if you are putting a put up MLC so that if those who want to pay uh, with electricity can pay. Thank God. <laughs> Reverend Katleko is here. He used to work with ESCOM, so he can find it for us. <laughs> yeah, no more load shedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, please let me buy one for you. Thank you. Buy this. Please let's finish so that because we are online, so people are watching us from different parts of the globe. Let them not feel that we are poor. Small book that you will buy to you can't buy. Ah, why? Are, are the books finished? We have more. It's not like we, I just brought a few because I'm passing through. Okay, just a few from down, but we have more downstairs. It can come up. John chapter 15 Verse number 16. Please don't pay into your neighbor's account and send us proof of payment. Pay into this very account. Amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Good. John chapter 15. So we are talking about fruitfulness. All right. And tonight we want to look at God's purpose for our lives. Okay. So if you have the book, it's chapter 1. God's purpose for our lives. And I want to just say from the beginning that God's purpose for every Christian is for the Christian to be fruitful. This is not a message for pastors, for center leaders, only for, no, it's for every Christian. Jesus said, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. Then whatsoever he has a father in my name, he will give it. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, the reason why I've selected you is for you to be fruitful. So those of you who have made your mind that from today you will not be fruitful again, or perhaps you've borne fruit in time past. I'm sure some of the fruit you bore four years ago, you finished reaping the dividends. You better bear new fruit from now. Do you get it? I mean, one of, I don't even want to start on a high. Let's start from a low. So, <laughs> de de decide to be fruitful to fulfill God's purpose for your life. As a Christian, do you get to fulfill why God saved you? Even there's a scripture that says you must be fruitful to, to show yourself worthy of your salvation. Do you see? To show that you are worthy of your salvation, that Christ died for you to prove yourself worthy. Do you, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you understand? Somebody should find it for me. Do you get to show that you are worthy, that it was worth, worth saving you? Because what I realize is that over the years, as, as people settle in the system and so on and so forth, they I think it's in seven great principles. Seven great principles of fruitfulness. It could be there. If it's not there, it's somewhere else. We'll find it. Galatians chapter 1, verse 9 and 10 says, For this cause we also, since we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So he says, it's it was worth the price 
paid for you. It was worth paying that price for you. How you show that the price is, you were worth that price. Like we've, Christ has paid the right price for you. Not that he has overpaid for you. He's, he's, he's gotten the short end of the deal. It's by being fruitful. Over the years, as I walk around, I see that as people mature in Christ, rather, they become more and more unfruitful. And they become more and more unfruitful, and they, they relax into a state of, oh, I mean, once they call me pastor, yeah, pastor, basenta lida, oh, senta lida, whoa, whoa. Then it's, yeah, I've come, I've arrived, pastor, 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 pastor. But fruitless. Pastor, fruitless. Pastor. And soon they'll start calling you Pastor Ziri, Pastor Z. Then it's going grad Pastor Zero. Yeah. Pastor Zero, Pastor Zero. You, you, by the time you realize, you see God, Pastor Z. Because the pastor is not bearing fruit. The center leader is not bearing fruit anymore. I don't know whether it's a type of barrenness or... And I, I don't think it's a spirit of barrenness, but it's unwillingness to be fruitful. Unwillingness to exert ourselves so that fruit can come. Because to bear fruit, it takes effort. Yeah. You have to do something. It takes some work. And we slide into a state of fruitlessness. My prayer is that as we go through this, fruitlessness will come to an end. Because hear that too, for some of us, if we mention your name, now, the next response must be fruitless. No, I mean, bring your stats. I'll bring my stats. You see, the next response must be fruitless. And fruitless means useless. Just, this is just by the way, just saying, Jay. That's just the English. Do, 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 do you understand? Yeah. But my prayer is that the narrative will change as we study and pray over this subject, fruitfulness. So that when they call you, Pastor Z, fruitful. Zenande, fruitful. Pastor, um, whatever, fruitful. Once they mention, no more Pastor Z, Pastor Zero. Yeah. LP Yvonne, fruitful. Lindo. Zero. Yeah, hallelujah. Because that's God's purpose. So we see from the first scripture, 15, 16, John, that I have chosen you. And the reason why I have chosen you is for you to be fruitful. Imagine you choose, you choose a wife and you choose the wife for maybe you choose her for her beauty. Do you get it? Like you choose her for her beauty. You choose her as a trophy wife. Then suddenly, after you have made them Mrs. Golden Sticks, she doesn't take care of herself again. She's looking, she doesn't comb her hair. Even her teeth are looking yellow. She can't smile. I mean, she has changed, she has become bitter. She won't dress up every day. She's wearing tracksuit, moving around in her pajamas. Every day she's wearing a duke. Meanwhile, you chose her because of her long hair. In fact, after you married her, no, she has gone to cut the hair. You, you, you look at this person and say, ah, the reason why I chose you you, you, I, if I can unchoose you, I will unchoose you. Yeah. Do you get it? I will unchoose you. Let's say so, Pastor, but you say uh, Christians are not supposed to divorce. You always hide up, uh, behind that. You always hide behind that. Let's say you bring somebody to your house. Come and help me with cleaning and fixing the house. Then after two months, now the person just comes to sit down to watch television. And it's not, she's Netflixing and chilling. And not doing the work. And drinking your juice with your ice cubes. When you look at such a one, you will say that, listen, 
I think I can unchoose you. That's a simple one. I will unchoose you. Yeah, I will unchoose you. God married Israel, and Israel was serving another God. God said, I've divorced you. Yeah, God divorced them completely. I've sacked you. I've written, and I've written a certificate. I've signed a letter to give to you that I'll sack you. May you not be sacked. Then get out of unfruitfulness. And I said, this message is not for pastors. It's good to start with the pastors. So that if you are not a pastor, you know that. You, you are, you are, your case is even worse. Yeah. But I'm saying that pastors, I'm giving you a one. Because I'm going to de-appoint some of my pastors. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to, un- I appointed them. I'll unappoint them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what am I using? Fruitfulness. Simple. You see, when I say uh, this or that, you say, oh, we can't measure it. I'm using what is measurable. So you yourself, by the conclusion, when you look at the stats, I put a red line. If your data is under the red line, just know yourself that it is what it is. Amen. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. You better say amen. amen. What was God's purpose for Adam? that Adam will bear fruit. Genesis chapter 1. Say amen. Amen. Genesis chapter number 1. Verse 28. And the Lord blessed them and said, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion. So God, God's intention was clear after he created. This is man's mandate. After God created, because when you go two verses before, God said, let us create man in our own image. Then the next verse, God created man in his own image. Male and female made he God. Then the next verse, God gave them what I want you to do. I brought you here to do this. This is what I came to, I asked you to come and do. To be fruitful and to multiply. So if at the end I come and you, Adam, I've asked you to be fruitful, but you decide you are doing family planning. <laughs> you are doing family planning. I don't even want to talk about the system of the system you are using for family planning. Because there are, there are a children here. <laughs> I said there are what here? A children here. So, yeah, you see, you are doing family planning. Some of you, God has saved you and has put you into the kingdom so that you'll be fruitful. You are telling God that you are doing family planning. Instead of being fruitful in the house of the Lord and somebody also coming to know Christ because of you, you say you are doing family planning. What a shame and what a disgrace. When I told you about my helper who's watching television, you said, ah, Bishop has to sack her. But you have to be sacked. Amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Hey, Pastor, why are we not continuing with Lord, I know you need somebody. <laughs> Look, the Lord, I know you need somebody guy. He's gone somewhere. He's not around. <laughs> He left the responsibility to me. <laughs> you see, God means that you depend on me. He's depending on me. <laughs> Put your hands together for the bishop. Fantastic man of God, I tell you. <laughs> Abraham. Genesis 17. Genesis 17, I read from verse 4. It says, And as for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of nations. Verse 5. So, this is God's plan. He said, Abraham will be a father of nations. A nation is a a big group, and not just one nation, but many of them. Many of them. That's why I'm in mass grave. I could just be here and be the, the, the captain here. 
But I want another one. So that's why I travel to Mansgrave. So we can have more. Let's go on verse 5. Neither shall thy name be called Abraham, but thou shalt be called Abraham. For thou art a father of many nations. Verse 6. As for me, behold, my God. 6. Hey. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> and I will make the exceedingly what? Fruitful. I will make you exceedingly fruitful. And I will make nations of thee. And kings shall come out of thee. God's plan is for us to be fruitful, Pastor Mzi. For us, if you are in Bali, he's asking for fruit. fruit. I think as we are going through this series, all of us should go back to that camp. I come seeking fruit. It's one of the chapters of this book, though. Yeah. When God looks at you, he's looking for the fruit. And for many of you, he looks and there's nothing. Zero. It's unacceptable. Because that's not his purpose. You see, all the other things that we do, they are nice. They are great. They are good. But that's not the main thing God is looking for. Do you see? I send my children to school primarily to study and to pass exams. You can't come and tell me that you are failing, but you are playing basketball. You are a star with basketball. Yeah, and I, I, I pity parents who settle for some of these things. You see, the child is not really taking schoolwork seriously. Meanwhile, you are letting her do ballet. Kai. You bring her to school next door to come and learn. I've removed you long time ago. And anything you feel like doing, do. Oh, yeah. You feel, I don't know why. I, I think today's parents are very soft. And when their children grow up and they realize the damage you have done to them, uh, I don't want to say what they will do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You, are there, you won't take your school works. There's life science. Life science and rugby. Which one is most more? Is that I did three runs. Three runs, or is it rugby that they do runs or tries? <laughs> runs is cricket. Yeah, three tries. Three tries, and you don't know osmosis, photosynthesis, and reproduction. These are three three topics which you should know. Try them. <laughs> Just kicking a ball to go into the air. You say we should clap for you. But many of us are using that. Oh, because I sing, I'm fruitful. Singing, the day you don't sing, how do you think we get music? How do you think we get music? I play the drums, so I'm fruitful. You have not heard of soundtrack, ne? That's why you are saying what you are saying. You have not heard of soundtrack. One of the people who don't like soundtrack are the keyboardists. Every keyboardist fights soundtrack because they can see the beginning of the end. <laughs> no. Every keyboardist I meet, as soon as we bring out the soundtrack idea, you see they begin, they begin to have some allergic reactions. Either the words are too many, the keys are too many. They, they'll come up with something because they can see the end of the... Dramas are not like that, but the end. Yeah. No, please, not Pastor Merlin, okay, please. After church, you go and attack Pastor Melly. I'm talking about keyboardists. (laughs) Pastor Melly is first a pastor before a keyboardist. That's that's what I'm saying. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. If you are not fruitful, you see, like that's what I say. I send my children to school first to study and pass exams. 
before anything else. That's the main thing. So playing the keyboard or the drums or doing film stars, it's an addition. It's something to make the service beautiful and to, to entertain the fruit that we have brought in, to care for the fruit that we have brought in. But it can never replace fruit. I mean, you've planted a mango tree, and when you go, there are no mangoes, but the leaves are looking green. Or it's providing shade. Meanwhile, you didn't plant it for shade. Sometimes you enjoy the shade. Not even sometimes. You enjoy the shade anytime you go there. But you didn't put it there for shade. You put it there for mangoes. During mango season, you can go and take one and, 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 mm, ah, and feel it or make mango juice or something and sell. Then suddenly, it's not bringing any mango. It's just shade. No, 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 no. Are you quite right? We will cut you down. So that's God's purpose. So all of you who are compensating, it's like you are trying to do a compensation. Instead of bearing fruit, I do this. Instead of bearing fruit, I, you are out of God's will. Don't pray for the will of God again. I'm telling you the will of God concerning you right now. It's for you to be fruitful. Do you know that many people where any subject, anything that is happening, when they say, I'm going to pray for the will of God, they have a preconceived mind. They're just going to, going to pray to soothe their conscience. When they come back, they'll tell you that what they were thinking of already, that's the will of God. I've watched it over the years. Now that you have nothing at stake, Pray for the will of God concerning the various issues. If it's marriage, pray for the will of God. If it's your ministry, pray for the will of God. If it's just pray for, gen, there's nothing, you are not thinking of the issue. Then when you get there, God's will will be done. But many people say, oh, I'm going to pray for the will. They know what is right. The will of God is in the Bible already. Do you think you go and pray and God will tell you, don't be fruitful? They'll go and come and tell God, I should finish my school first. And God is sitting in heaven, he's wondering. Isaac. 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 Where's my Isaac guy? Okay, Isaac. Genesis 26, we read from verse 1. Bible says, and there was a famine in the land beside the famine that was in the day of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, and unto Gerard. And the Lord appeared unto Isaac and said, go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I will show thee. Verse 3. Sojourn in the land which I will show thee. And I will bless you. And in thee shall all the nations be blessed. And I will perform the oath for that I saw with your father Abraham. Verse 4. And I will make thy seed multiply. And will give unto thy seed. Thy seed all these countries. And thy seed shall be. Shall all the nations in in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. God said, I'll make your seed multiply. I'll make your seed increase. When you read on Bible, says, Isaac stayed there and he sowed in that land. And that same year, he reaped a major harvest. Same year, he reaped a major harvest. That's God's purpose. God said, don't, Isaac, look, the country was hard. Things were difficult. And Isaac decided, listen, I'm going to go to Egypt. In those days, Egypt was like the America. Yeah, it was where life was booming. So he said, I'm going to go. So he went to see Abimelech, who was his father's friend. He went to see Abimelech, who was king of the Philistines, to help him to go to Egypt. Then when he went, God intervened. God said, no, no, don't go to Egypt. What are you going to do in Egypt? Stay here and be fruitful here. I will make you fruitful here. And Isaac was fruitful there. And he was so Greater, the people started to envy him. I'm waiting for the center that will grow to the point that other people will start to envy that center. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I'm waiting to see it. This type of a center which I'm going to close there a lot of the centers because they are not. Let's stop deceiving one another. Sometimes it's even, even the, the, the nomenclature we give to what you are doing feeds you a certain deception. Yeah. Let's call it a basenta. It doesn't have 10 people. Basenta. 
Then you know you are a center leader. If you become a center, we upgrade you. We do a systems upgrade. Pastor, but I've been a big man for a long look. A big man, if you're a big man, do big things. Look, I went to school with a guy, his name was Big Things. Yeah, big things. Yeah, he himself was big, and he tells you, I do big things. I said, why are you called big things? Oh, I do, because I do big things. So, you want to be called a big name, do big things. Amen. Do big things. Seven, three. Oh, look. Stop lying. Today I was listening to a message. Bishop was talking about measuring what you are doing. That when you measure what you are doing, it makes you know your true state. Many of us don't measure what we are doing. We are just okay with it like that. Let's keep it like that. But let's measure it. And let's see. And let's draw the lines. Let's give a real, so that things can have their real meanings. You say you are a center leader. It's a real center. Not that it's a, we are not sure what it is, pseudo center. Then let's call it a basenta. Because as for basenta, it qualifies for a basenta. And if it's a basenta, then be a basenta leader. And accept that that's my current state and grow from there because not accepting your current state is what makes you not grow it's what makes you not grow amen, amen. and please after church don't call me and say that all I'm thinking about is numbers do you get please I know that that's what I'm thinking about so you don't have to tell me Okay, please don't remind me. I know already. Okay. Even if I didn't know, I've reminded myself right now. So you don't have to add to it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. If that's what you wanted to say, send me a blank message. Like, just say, it counts, I'll get the message. I'll get the message. And it goes on and it talks about Jacob, Genesis 28, 1 to 4. It talks about Joseph, Genesis 49, 22 to 26. It talks about Manasseh and Ephraim. Yeah, Genesis 48, 13 to 16. It talks about Rebekah, Genesis 24, 60. It says, and they shall bless and they shall bless. And they blessed Rebekah and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou a mother of thousands of millions. And let thy seed possess the gates of those which hate them. It says, Rebekah, even women, be, be a mother of thousands. This is not, Rebekah was not a pastor. Rebekah was somebody's um, wife. Yeah, what's not a pastor? Somebody's wife. So rise up and become fruitful in the house of the Lord. This type of, there's no fruit. There's nobody in the church because of you. I mean, there, it's like when you appear, nobody appears. It must come to an end. It's not Christianity. I don't know which type of Christianity does it. That is. It's out of the purpose of God. Yeah. Hey, Pastor, I just got born again yesterday. So if you were sick and you needed healing and we pray for you, we were praying for you, would you say God shouldn't answer it because you just got born again yesterday? As for the blessings, it applies to you, but the responsibilities. God's purpose for Ishmael, even Ishmael, God's purpose was for him, for him to be fruitful. Then God's purpose for believers, Colossians 1.10, which is what I, just, I read from the beginning, that ye might walk worthy. From today, let us all walk worthy. You might walk worthy of the Lord and to all pleasing, which is making God happy. How do you make God happy? 
by being fruitful in every good work. Being fruitful. Becoming somebody who bears fruit. Now, I don't want ambiguity. When I talk of fruit, I'm talking about souls. Souls. And I'm not talking about souls that are walking in town, souls that are following you to church. Because Jesus said in John 15, that that ye bring forth fruit and that your fruit remain. It means we must be able to go. Where are your fruit? There they are. Not just bear fruit into. Oh, pastor, I've been standing at the taxi rank and winning souls and the souls are all over the place. No, 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 no. Fruit that remain. These are the fruit. Why should you be fruitful? Chapter 2. Because you are recognized by your fruit. You are recognized by your fruit. Luke 6, 43 and 44. Jesus said, For a good tree bringeth forth, bringeth not forth corrupt fruits, neither that a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit, for every tree is known by his own fruit. Yes. Every tree is known by his own fruit. For the tongues of men do not gather figs, nor of a bramble bush gather they grapes. Yes. For of tongues. Next scripture, which is the one we know. Matthew 7, 16, it says, you shall know them by their fruit. You are recognized. To be recognized is to be known, to be identified, to be noticed. You are noticed by your fruits. You are recognized by your fruit. You are known by, we know who you are by looking at your fruit. That's how we know. We know who you are. That's how we know. So, don't, don't tell us stories. Let your fruit talk for you. When we see your fruit, we know. When you see Pila, you know that his father is Pastor Lungan. You don't have to look far. When you see the behavior, the attitude, the behavior, you know, you know that no, this cannot be uh, Pastor Zolile. Even when you see, uh, what's the name of that boy? You see the way he is. You can see clearly um, Unati, Pastor. You can see all the mannerisms. He's not over the top. He's not loud. He's just there. Cool gentleman. Uh -huh. When you see Pilar, you see the show. Show, show, show. Show, show, show. You can see. You see already. You see that I didn't finish. I talked about I talked about Pastor Zolile. You didn't see Pastor Zolile getting up doing anything to appear on the video. But I talk about Pastor Lungani now. He's already up facing the camera. And when you see Pila exactly Hey, when he's coming to give an offering, you don't clap. He will go back with the offering. Hey. Yeah, you know, you know whose child this is. Yeah. You are identified by your fruit. Once you see mangoes on a tree, you know. I said to recognize means to identify. Once you see mangoes on a tree, you know it is a mango tree. Your fruit tell us what kind of tree you are. A good tree brings forth good fruit, and a bad tree brings forth bad fruit. Matthew 12, 35. A good person brings forth good things. I know who Adolf Hitler is when I see he caused de the death of 50 million people through the wars that he started. You know. I know what kind of person you are when I see the happy husband or wife that you are. 
that you have. I'm glad that this one says that you have. Because if we see your husband is happy, we know what kind of person you are. If we see your husband is harassed all the time, we know what type of, hus- what type of wife you are. If we see your wife is always smiling, happy all over, we know. If we see your wife is always crying, we know who caused it. Yes. And we know those who have been crying. No amount of makeup takes it away. No, we can see. A crying eye has a way it looks. Just as a smoking lips also has a way it looks. No, I've been a Christian for so many years. Serving the Lord and working in the church. So, no amount of makeup, even sometimes the heavier the makeup, the more obvious it is. Because sometimes you have to, the, the, the thickness, you see, the, the deeper the pothole, the more it has to be filled. Anyway. Here, the Bible says, a good man, out of a good treasure of the heart, brings forth good things. So when you see good things, you know it's coming from a good tree. You know it's coming from a good tree, straight away. You know the tree is good. As soon as you see good things, you know the tree is good. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, bringeth forth evil things. So as soon as you start seeing the evil, you know this is a very evil tree. Depend, I mean, you can't see grapes and say it's a mango tree. Never. So when we see your fruit, we immediately identify you. You can tell us stories. You know the people. You know, you see, because of oppression, Dudula, so take a look. They are not allowing foreigners to bear fruit. So we need to. Have you seen South Africans competing over so winning? So we need to, you are blaming Dudula. Then you, a local person, you say the foreigners have taken their souls. <laughs> That's why you can't bear fruit. The foreigners have taken their souls. Hey! surprised. People say things. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. People say a lot of things. As a pastor, I've heard so many stories. And you see, people that are deceived, I mean, I don't know. Even me, maybe I have to stop that. Because usually people talk to me and what they are saying is bouncing off me. Do you get it? But because I don't say anything, they seem to think I agree. Yeah, I think that's a mistake a lot of people say. You see, because of this, I'll just be sometimes I'm not ready for you. Yeah, recently I had a meeting with the pastor. I said, I've dug up all your information that you have all over the world. You know, you, the pastor has been talking to me for three weeks. Every day he talks. I said, oh, okay, hey, oh, yeah. Until I was ready for the fact. I said, look, sit down. Let's, let's, let's now have a serious conversation. I'm sure the pastor was totally surprised because it's like night and day. Was this not the guy I was talking to the other day? Yes. Yeah, I said, look, I've... I've gone on power apps. I've dug up all your information. Thank God also for access to all these things. Technology is good. I said, you are riding to a, a dead end if you don't wake up now. Yeah. You see, Bishop, it was a rainy day. Oh, I'm not likely to say anything. Because usually I prefer to watch for a trend. Because sometimes things happen. So I prefer to, let me give you another week. Let me give you, I mean, like UKZ10, I know you are not serious about filling the bus. I know. I know. And you will agree with me, it's just a matter of time, unless you make a U-turn. Because I've been watching the stats. 
by all means, we run out of excuses. Today was the 27th of uh, February uh, holiday. Tomorrow was the 1st of May holiday. The other day was exam. Day. Eventually, you run. If it's a video game, you have nine lives. It will finish. It will finally finish. It will finally finish. If it were, don't you see that when you charge your battery 100%, it still runs down? Eventually. It will finish. Yeah, just one leg like this. <laughs> it's finish. So, pastors, usually I watch for trends. I mean, I work more with trends. That, every day I ask, so you, if, if you work with me, you'll see that I'm, over, I'm asking the same question again and again and again and again. I ask you, ah, Bishop, has he forgotten that I answered this question? I've not forgotten. I'm just building a trend. When the trend is set, when I put it in front of you, you will see that you run out of all your experience. Last week, you said it was Valentine's Day. The other day, you said it was Christmas Day. The other time, you said it was New Year's Day. Then the other time, you said it's that Sunday. Then the other time, no problem. This time, you will see all the days that are marked in red on the calendar, you see that they are finished. No more holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Ask you. Jesus asked Peter three times the same question. <laughs> Do you love me? Feed my lamb. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love me more than this? Feed my baby. At the point, Peter was angry. Jesus, you don't have any new question. See, Jesus was building a trend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I know. I mean, all the arguments will go on after I finish preaching, but you will see the trend. Sometimes, I, I, you see, like one of the times I said, my pastors are not taking the training of their people seriously. The whole church started an argument with me. I remember which hole I was when I sent the message. I sent them. If I not, I was parked in front of here, and I did that voice note. When they started argument, I just kept. I didn't say anything because I know I just just give them two months. They will see that it ceases. Because if you say you are, where are they? After two months, we should start seeing the leaders. Still zero for leaders. And you know that it's, I'm right. Because I've been watching for some time. Like I said, I've been a Christian for so many years. Serving the Lord and working in the church. You are identified, justice. You are identified by your fruit. If we see your fruit, we can't argue with it. Nobody is able to argue with fruit. Nobody. No matter how arrogant you are, you can't argue with fruit. But when you see it, it's there. Number two, you are evaluated by your fruits. To evaluate is to determine the value of something. You are evaluated by your fruit. People are best assessed. So you are assessed by your fruit. By their fruit or by the fruit that they bear. Your life is known and understood by the fruits you bear. It is impossible to bear certain fruit if you, are, if you are not part of a certain tree. It is impossible to, for an orange tree to bear apples. No matter the speeches, explanations, the, and explana the explanations that you make, your fruit reveal who you really are. No matter what you say, you say this, say this. You see people who have fruit, they don't ask them questions. Because the question you want to ask, the answer is already there. The answer, Jesus said, by their fruit, you will know them. So when you see their fruit, you don't even ask. So when you realize you are being asked a lot of questions, it means you are casting doubt. It's like, it's deep, deep blue green. We can't tell which color. We can't tell. See, you are being called for a lot of meetings. It means we can't tell. So we are trying to come. Maybe you have hidden some of the fruit in your pocket, in your shoe, and you will look inside. You see, that's why we are calling for meetings. But if the fruit are there, there will be no need to call you. Because the fruit answer the question. Because to have fruit, it means you are doing some things. Because you don't have fruit by magic. That you are there, abracadabra, beam, la la beam, then fruit appear. No, it's because if you have fruit, you are doing some things. Then the fruit will appear. Do, 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 do you get it? So when the fruit has appeared, it's a clear, is it prayer? 
I'm sure you are praying because you can't bear fruit if you are not praying. Is it witnessing? You must be witnessing. That's why you are bearing fruit. Is it follow-up? You must be doing follow-up. That's why you are bearing fruit. But again, anakazo, you are doing it. Mobilization, you are doing it. That's why the fruit are there. So when the fruit are not there, we know all the answers. So you can come and give some explanation. And some of the explanations people can give. When you sit in a place of maybe assessment for a while, some of the explanations you can hear, you'll be so shocked that people can think of such things. And because of experience, some of the explanations, it makes me laugh. I just don't want to laugh out. Yeah. I took a pastor, I said, I said, bear fruit, I said, there's no access. I said, no problem. Every day access, I didn't say anything. Then one day I said, come sit in, sit in the car. Let's go here, I said. You see this place, all the students in the school, they are always here. Here, you don't need access. I'm here with you. We didn't have uh, need access. All of them, they come here. You don't need to go there. You catch them here. But when you were giving access, it sounded like very good. Oh, I mean, it's like, and then what I said, it sounds, it sounds like when say, there's a lion in the street. It's a perfect excuse. It's like, I mean, there's no access. What else should I do if we can't reach the people? I said, here, they always come here. And I brought a student. And I said, oh, even, there's even a wilder place where more people come to. Apart from here. They are dead till 1 a.m. Hey, yes. So we know when we look at you, what you are worth by your fruit. So you see, only 10 people for following you. You have been a shepherd for so many years, but center leader, center leader, pastor, only 10 people follow you. We know what you are worth. We know your value. Yeah, today's my job is finished. I'm sure nobody will come and talk to me, but <laughs> we're good. We're still good. We know your value, Pastor Zos. When we look at your data, when we go to Melanie's office, all your data is there. So when we look at it, when the books are open <laughs> and the other books are open, one day is usually we take the data from them. We come and have a meeting somewhere else. So one day I took my pastors to the office, there to the data. Look, as we were having the view, our pastor said, he has never been in a scary meeting like this before. It's like anything you say. Oh, there were about 400 northern day types. There were seven people there. <laughs> like, look, you can't, you, can't, you can't estimate. Oh, there were about 11 people. There were three people there. And the data will just come. I told them the next time they come, I would have put a screen there. So it's not like Melanie is looking on the computer and she's telling you. The thing will be on the screen. You will see for yourself. Ping, ping. Oh, when we got, there were four people. Two. Then it will come two. According to the data, there were two. Yeah. We know all stories come to an end. All stories come to an end. And center leaders, look, let me tell you this for free. The reason why some of your centers are fruitless is because you are doing the center like jollof rice. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, do you know jollof rice? Or biryani? That, that's how you are doing the church. Your center. That's why it doesn't grow. Because you have mixed everything together. So you don't know who's not working, who's not helping. And you are just, you are busy staring at it. No, 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 no. No. Do, <laughs> do the, 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 the center like pap, voice, chakalaka, salad. Spinach, uh -huh. so if there's not enough spinach, you can see. If there's not enough voice, you can see. If there's not enough pap, you can see clearly. If you, if there's not enough pap, who is responsible for pap? 
That person must be arrested. Who's responsible for voice? The voice is too small. It's too slim. Catch that voice guy. Who is responsible for chakalaka? It's not spicy. Bring the chakalaka guy. Yeah. But you have made it jollof rice. When you can, you ask. You, you have the spoon. You are just staring. You don't know who's working and who's not working. No, no, no. You can't call anybody for accountability meeting. Today I've called for accountability meeting from Asgrip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. So that's why it's not working. You have mixed all of them. So those lazy people, like, so sometimes maybe just one or two people are working hard. But because you have stirred it all together, it looks like everybody is not working hard. Instead of knowing clearly, four of these people, nothing. Remove them all, do something about them. And these ones are working hard. Encourage them so that they can work more. Because when you look at John 15, it says, the tree that bears fruit, he purges it so that it will, what? It will bring forth more fruit, much fruit. So you work on the fruitful one so that it becomes fruitful. Maybe the fruitful one needs help with transport so they can bear more fruit. But you are staring like jollof rice, so you can't see. And number three, I close with number three. I said number one, you are recognized, you are identified by your fruit. Number two, you are evaluated by your fruit. And number three, you are a mystery without fruit. You are a mystery without fruit. When a tree has no fruit, it is difficult to tell what kind of tree it is. When a tree has no fruit, it is difficult to tell what you are dealing with. Is it a mango tree? Is it an olive tree? Is it an orange tree? The mystery around you multiplies when there is no fruit from your life. When you have no fruit, when a tree has no fruit, it must be thrown into the fire. Watch out for people who do not bear fruit. You must get them out of your life. They are mysterious and dangerous. John 15, let's start from 1. people don't have fruit. They are very dangerous. They are mysterious. You don't know what you are dealing with. It says, I am the true vine. My father is the husband man. Jesus is speaking. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit is taken away. And every branch that beareth is paired that it may bring forth much more fruit. Ye are clean by the words I have spoken to you. I pray that today we are being clean by the words that we are hearing. Amen. Abide in me and no man can bear fruit except he abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, without me, bringeth forth much fruit. Without me, you can do nothing. Verse 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and withered. And men gather them and cast them into fire and they are burnt. When you don't bear fruit, what is done to you is that you are thrown into the fire. Today, deliverance is coming our way. So when you have a fruitless Christian, you don't know what to do with them. Because you cannot promote them. Neither can you demote them. Because they were there when the church was starting. Some of you were there when the church was at Imbali. Some of you were there when the church went to um, Tembale too. You were there when the church went next to the Sassol garage. You were among the people who were praying fire, fire, fire. Next to a, 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 a fuel station. I thank God that God never answered that prayer because... You can imagine the fire, kaboom. Yeah. Amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Yeah. So rise up. And I said this message is for every single Christian to rise up and become fruitful. Rise up and become fruitful. Somebody must be in Christ because of you. Somebody that you are looking after. 
Because that's how we know you. So when you don't bear, I'm talking about people who don't bear fruit. And when you don't bear fruit, you are a mystery. Because there you are. When we are calling the pastors, it's almost like you should have been a pastor, but you are not. Even when the children see you, they don't know how to address you. So I know people in the church, due to long service in the church, people call them mamfundis. Meanwhile, you are not a pastor. Yeah. Even one day I have to shout at somebody in my office that don't abuse the office of a pastor. Rather call the person Mrs. Golden Sticks or um, Auntie, Auntie Golden Sticks or something or Mr. Golden Sticks. But don't, 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 don't spoil the, the ministry. Yeah, because now the person has been around so much. So it's like out of respect because the respectable term in the church is pastor, lady pastor. So out of respect, we are calling you pastor, but you are not. You are not. So it becomes mysterious, it becomes troubling, it becomes problematic. You can't handle, you don't know how to handle it. Yeah, you are not sure. You can't grip it, you can't hold it. You don't know what it is. This is a jelly or is it a jelly? Will it stabilize or it will fall down? Can you press it or you don't know? Is it hard or it is soft? Is it, you don't know what to do with it. Mysterious. Difficult to deal with. Yeah, and that's the word nebulous. It's mysterious and difficult to deal with. So it's nebulous. You are not sure. You can't handle it. Yeah. Look at it, it's a situation. It's too. It's hard to get over. You can. It's too low to get under. You are stuck in the middle. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what to do. Do what? Do I to go around it? Yeah. <laughs> it's mysterious, teacher Brenda. It's mysterious. May the mystery about you come to an end from today. May it come to an end from today. You see, this is what makes us as pastors create special offices, elders, seniors. When they start putting you in these offices, it's almost like we don't know what to do, but as a, a way of appreciating your long service, we can't add you to the children. You know, we, are doing we can't say, join the members. Neither can we say, join the AMA pastors. So we come up with a new term, seniors. Or elders. <laughs> May the mystery come to an end from today. May the mystery come. May you become fruitful from today. As we be so, begin to pray that you will be fruitful and you fulfill God's prophetic destiny for your life. Yeah, whether you are a basanta leader, basenta leader, center leader, pastor, church member, begin to bear fruit so that there are fruit around you. You know, the pastor was sharing this jollof rice and pap revelation with. He said to me, what brought up all this? He said to me, he was having a chat with me, he said to me, he was looking for somebody somewhere. So I have a guy, one of, one of my sheep is there. He said, hey, it looks like you have people everywhere. You know, then that's what pack off the conversation. Yeah, like because where he was mentioned, he wasn't expecting that I even know anybody there. I said, well, not only do I know that I have a sheep, I have a daughter that I can tell her sit, then she'll sit, stand, then she'll stand. Hey, looks like you have people everywhere. That's how it should be. You have sheep everywhere. You should. Amen. I know you won't say amen. Stand to your feet. Let us close and go home. Don't say amen and be there. Pray for yourself for one moment as we go home that Lord, help me to be fruitful. Lord, help me to be fruitful. Lord, help me to be fruitful. My God, help me. Help me to fulfill my prophetic destiny, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Ma pola kaba, mim paloba sim potaka yim balola, rabeloma simalokaya kemolaka, nim papupa pram polakata simayo skemayo le papupa pelomakaya nim paloba 
Help me, Lord. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. In the name of Jesus. 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 Father, thank you for every single person under the sound of my voice. Help us to be fruitful. Help us to bring forth much fruit that we may not be cast into the fire. Let our fruit remain that whatsoever we ask the Father in the name of Jesus that he will give it. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Say a nicer amen. amen. Pray this prayer with me. If you are here, if you are at home, pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner, please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together and you may be seated. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.